The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Hello everybody, this is Bill Friday with another chat with the mayor and I have with me today the mayor of Wasaga Beach, Brian Smith. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm doing just great. It's been a long time since we've had a chat with the mayor, uh, and um, I, I'm glad that uh, I'm up and able to do that uh, this time. So uh, how are things going at, uh, at Town Hall? Well, more importantly, Bill, I think how are things going for you? It is good to see you up and able. <laughs> well, uh, and back on your feet. So congratulations uh, on that new hip, and I wish you all the best. Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks very much for asking. Uh, you know, uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, this crazy thing coming up called an election, but uh, business of the town continues to uh, keep moving forward, even with that in play. And uh, the mayor's job just doesn't change. And so I'm continuing to work uh, work hard for the good folks of Saga Beach, and uh, and uh, very excited about uh, what's coming down the pike for this great community. Well, business uh, has to carry on, doesn't it? Even though we do have a, an election uh, some 45 days from now uh, and on October the 22nd, uh, but business does have to carry on. What about what about the staff here? There's been some change, changes, I should, should say, uh, of the staff here at Town Hall. Perhaps you could delve a little bit into that. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, there has been some changes. There's been some changes over this whole term of council. Uh, and um, these changes uh, are changes that were either required or needed. Um, but the vast majority of changes here at Town Hall, quite frankly, are because uh, we have a, a great staff that have been around a long time, many of them. Uh, and uh, it's come that time in their life that uh, they've said, you know what, it's time to retire and live life. And uh, so we've had uh, a few retirements. Um, we've had uh, a few uh, people move on to other positions in other communities that are better paying, closer to home, give them a better family life. Uh, I was very disappointed when we lost our last clerk, uh, Andrea Fay, who's just a wonderful, bright uh, bright lady, um, but she went on to work at the County of Simcoe where she doesn't have to do any evening work and uh, can start a little bit uh, later in the day, uh, and she has young children, so uh, you know it's great that I get to see her every couple of weeks at County Council, but that's a life decision she made. Uh, the recent one, as you know, is our CAO, George uh, Vaudaboncourt, a brilliant man. Uh, the town's been very, very lucky and fortunate to have him on board for so many years. 17 uh, years, seven, I believe. Uh, 13 years 13 here. 13 years, yeah. okay. But he's got, I think, close to 35 years in uh, in uh, municipal uh, in the municipal world. He's been a clerk. Uh, I think he started out as a planner. Um, and uh, George uh, did some great things here in Wasaga Beach. But George uh, spoke with his family and decided it was time. And uh, George told me when I first became mayor, because I asked the question, you know, where he was going with respect to his career and his retirement. And he, he promised me then that he would either give me uh, six months uh, notice before the election or six months after uh, the election or council, as he put it, uh, new council. And that's exactly what he did. He kept his word at that. And um, 
He's uh, moving on. Uh, he's not getting out of uh, the political world, though. He's actually going to run uh, for uh, a council in Penetanguishene, and they'd wow. be they'd be lucky to have him. So, uh, but he's going to take that time, uh, and uh, he's on vacation uh, with his uh, lovely wife Kathy, and spend time with the boys. And uh, I wish him all the very best. So we now have uh, a new interim CAO. Uh, his name is Jerry Marshall. Uh, Jerry comes to us with a great wealth of knowledge uh, from being in the executive world uh, with different communication companies, uh, uh, notably uh, Rogers, uh, and uh, ran uh, a couple of provinces uh, at different times, I think, for uh, for Ted Rogers, and uh, and he's also worked with other companies like Kojigo and so on, but uh, he's got some political experience as well. So he's been the mayor of Penetanguishene for eight years, and he's stepped down from being mayor to take this job. Uh, and he was the warden of Simcoe County for the last four years. And so I uh, have been uh, fortunate enough to work uh, with Jerry, uh, as have uh, 16 other, uh, 15 other mayors and uh, deputy mayors in the county. And uh, he's a, a great leader. Uh, he's a, a person, he's a builder. He's a get-it-done kind of guy. And he does things uh, uh, with precision. And uh, I have a lot of respect for him. And, and the great thing about Jerry is that he's not... Uh, in my opinion, just a political uh, junkie, or he's not uh, um, solely uh, a corporate person either. He's got a good uh, round experience at both, and uh, I think that's uh, um, a great attribute to bring uh, to the position of CAO. So uh, we had to go through uh, uh, a process. We hired an independent um uh, consultant uh, to uh, bring us some uh, quali- qualified people uh, and Jerry was one of them and uh, council uh, then gave a recommendation um, or their thoughts to uh, our current uh, or our retired CAO George and uh, he appointed Jerry as the interim CAO and Jerry has already made it clear that he will apply uh, for the full-time position uh, when, when the new when council. Does, when does that happen? Uh, you know it happens with the new council, I presume. Is Absolutely. Correct? So it's important for this council to bring someone in interim and let the new council decide on who uh, or, or they wanted to hire and when. So I would suspect that uh, shortly after uh, uh, council sworn in uh, in December, uh, they will uh, uh, you know, last a month or two with Jerry and then decide whether or not uh, they're going to move forward or how they're going to go about uh, hiring a full-time CAO. Very good. Um, with uh, with all the changes in uh, with the in town hall, uh, how is the morale? You know, sometimes when you lose people, especially somebody who's been here for thirteen years, uh, sometimes the morale of the of the other staff, uh, you know, degrades, sure. if you will. Um, you know, I can tell you that uh, the morale here, as I see it, is uh, is is good. Uh, there's always uh, a little bit of change when you change, especially uh, the person at the top. Uh, he's had 13 years working with the good folks uh, here at Town Hall. Uh, but I think the new uh, interim CAO is uh, certainly out there and in, in dealing with and speaking with staff and uh, getting to know them. And uh, I've seen a lot of happy, smiling faces around Town Hall. I, I've heard that morale is, uh, is low here. I quite frankly don't see it personally, and I'm speaking and dealing with staff on a regular basis. So um, I, I think the morale is uh, what you would expect uh, when you change out leadership like that. Uh, but uh, uh, it's not bad, that's for sure. And I think uh, Jerry will uh, work hard with the staff to uh, to uh, make sure that they're comfortable 
uh, and that uh, this organization moves forward. We, we, we've got so many brilliant staff that work for the town, and the citizens of Wasaga Beach have no idea how good we have it with, uh, with the quality of people that we have. And, and uh, they work hard, and uh, they do the best they can, and uh, I'm quite proud of them. And um, I let them know that uh, uh, every chance I get, because uh, it's, it's the staff at the town of Wasaga Beach that keep things rolling. Council makes decisions, but staff's the one who are the ones who actually get the work done. And uh, so it's so important that we treat them properly. You had a, a golf tournament about uh, a week ago, a Mayor's Challenge, is that right? That's right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and on the 24th, we had the... Uh, did, the did, you, did you have a full house that day? Absolutely. The Mayor's Challenge is, I think this was the uh, uh, 13th or 14th. It was my fourth. Uh, and uh, another great year, great weather. Uh, we've been very fortunate from that standpoint. And again, you know, I, I give kudos to the staff uh, here uh, at the town because it's the staff who organize all that and make it happen and they have done a phenomenal job once again this year and uh, it's a great opportunity to raise money uh, for great charities uh, and needs in our community. I think the numbers are somewhere around $14,000. We're just waiting for the treasurer to give us the final number uh, and we're going to share uh, uh, those funds this year with uh, with uh, a few different organizations, and uh, once we have the, salt, the final numbers in, we'll uh, we'll put that out and uh, as to what organizations are getting what. But uh, it was a great day, a lot of fun, a lot of great people. And the other thing, Bill, is that uh, you know the corporate citizenship in this community, uh, all of the corporations and uh, local business people who donate uh, prizes and stuff for the mayor's uh, challenge. I can't say enough about them. Um, but I can't ever say enough about the uh, the corporate community we have in this town. Just like our citizens, we come through in spades for everything, every time, and uh, there's no better community. Um, last night we had um, an amazing meeting, I thought, at the RecPlex um, about the new downtown and about <clears throat> about our new beachfront, if you will. Um, perhaps you can... Tell us a little bit about that. It was a it was a packed house last night, wasn't it? Yeah. So this is the second meeting that Fram has held uh, in conjunction with the town. Uh, one last month, and uh, they said they would uh, listen last month and come back with some changes for this uh, this meeting. And so I think what's important to note is that we've got a world class developer here with the wherewithal to help us um, not only redevelop our beach areas one and two, but uh, to uh, create a main street that I think this community so deserves and uh, will be uh, a catalyst uh, for uh, many things to come in future. And uh, so they came back uh, last night and uh, with some of the changes that people had asked for that they had listened to in the last meeting. And uh, I think uh, I think they heard the people very well in the last meeting because the changes last night were... were um, very, very close to what I remember hearing from the citizens of Wasaga Beach. You know, Fram has, uh, has said, stated last night and stated before that they, they truly are about working with the community, and uh, they have proven to do that thus far, and uh, I'm excited, really excited, that we are so close now to this development started. Last night, uh, Mr. Frank Giannone, the principal of Fram, uh, again indicated that they plan to start sales uh, in the spring of 2019 and shovels in the ground in fall of 2019. And what does that mean? It means we actually have a plan that is affordable, sustainable, realistic, and a developer at the plate, ready, willing, and able to move forward 
to finally make this happen after I don't know how many years. And um, I'm proud that Council has got us to that point. I'm excited uh, about the partner we have to do it. And I'm excited that we're going to see uh, our town square at the corner of Beck and Main uh, get started. Brian, could you uh, give us a little bit of idea about this, the downtown hub, if you will, where we're going to have all kinds of things that people can, can go to? Sure. So the downtown hub, uh, Bill, as you know, will consist of the, uh, the new double ice pad arena, uh, which will also have, we're hoping, an indoor walking track uh, around the upper part, uh, like you see in many arenas. Uh, and it will have uh, several hundred, if not a couple of thousand seats or more, uh, so we can have indoor concerts and uh, attract some uh, uh, some things here, like, uh, for example, Disney on Ice and those types of things, uh, family type events. Um, and then, of course, uh, there's also going to be the new library uh, slash cultural type center that will be in another building. Uh, and uh, we're slated. Uh, council has decided that that hub will be in our downtown core. Uh, and um, I think it's important to note the reason we've chose the downtown core is because we want our new downtown to be vibrant and hustling and bustling with people. That's what makes downtown uh, cores uh, work. And uh, if you look at most, if not all, small communities across uh, North America, um, their libraries and cultural type centers and their arenas uh, are usually uh, in or very close to the downtown core. And there's a reason for that, Bill. And that reason is economic impact. Uh, you want people coming to our community or getting out and about in the community uh, to be coming to an area where they can shop, where they can wine and dine, where they can be entertained. Um, and uh, you don't want them coming to an area where they're going to come in the back roads and leave town without spending any money here. At the end of the day, uh, it's very important uh, as a community that we do all we can to support our local businesses. It's our local businesses um, that pay more taxes uh, uh, on a per, per square foot basis than residential, and we want to boost that level of tax. We're at about 94.6 right now, being 94% um, residential tax, which is, a, is quite a burden on the residential taxpayer in this community. We're trying to uh, create these, uh, uh, the downtown to get more business, to change that percentage, uh, it would be nice to see us eventually get to about an 80-20 or 75-25. It's going to take some work, but I think we can do it. Um, but to do that, we've got to make sure we have traffic and we have bums and beds, if you will. And it's why you see in downtown cores that there's often living quarters above uh, the commercial. And that's what we're working towards as well. There's some, been some concern about parking. Um, you can be rest assured that as town staff move through this process, we'll ensure that there is ample parking uh, for everything we uh, are going to do. Uh, and we have thought about it, we've looked at it, we're continuing to look at it, and we're not going to do anything um, that is going to make our downtown or our community less than. Now, there has been talk about, uh, you know, putting the arena, for example, out at the sports park. And there's a couple of issues with that, Bill. Uh, number one, I don't believe we have gas service out to the sports park, and I don't believe we have sewer and water at the sports park. So that could add millions of dollars to a project just to even get started, never mind actually build the project. Uh, but the big one for me is um, 
When Billy or Sally want to get on their bike, for example, and go and skate or go to hockey or figure skating or the library, um, do we want them biking all the way out to the sports park or having to get on a bus to go out there and then wait for the right time on a bus to come back? No, we want them to be able to get in and use that uh, facility uh, as, as, as e quickly and easily as they can. Now, people say, well, what about the people that live in the far west end? They're going to have to drive. Yes, that's true. But again, any community who has an arena, some people have to drive to it. Important, economically, to have this in our downtown core to ensure that the downtown we're about to embark on uh, is uh, is alive, is uh, hustling and bustling uh, with people who live here every day. And remember, the downtown is not about tourists. Tourists are going to come here, they're going to love it, and they're going to use it. But it really is about you and I. People living here every day and our children and future generations having a complete community with the services and attractions uh, that we want, need, and deserve every day of our life. Uh, very soon and uh, the redevelopment of our beachfront which is only going to uh, I think lead uh, uh, us through the next five seven ten years until it's all completed and uh, Wasaga Beach is going to be back on the map in my opinion as a, uh, uh, a world-class destination where people are going to want to come and stay not just a day but a week two weeks uh, and that's exactly what uh, this community needs. Perhaps you can explain something to me. They talk about the letter of intent. I don't quite understand what the letter of intent means. Perhaps you can say something. Sure. So the letter of intent basically spends, uh, spells out uh, most of the parameters that will lead to an agreement. Uh, and um, it took, uh, I think, about 22 um, uh, plans back and forth uh, between the developer and the town uh, through our legal department to get a letter of intent that both the taxpayers of Wasaga Beach were uh, safe and secure and solid on and that the developer could live with uh, to move forward in order to make this development happen and, and make money. And at the end of the day, um, there isn't a developer out there in the world that isn't going to do something if they can't make money. And so uh, we worked very hard at that and uh, we got that letter of intent together. And it basically spells out, as I say, the parameters of what the agreement will be. And so now the next step is to um, put a uh, formal agreement together uh, as soon as we can so is that uh, Fram can then really start spending the dollars that they need to spend to um, uh, get all the proper drawings done, get their sales office open, start the sales happening so as that they can get shovels in the ground. And, uh, you know, the question was asked last night uh, at the meeting, um, you know, if uh, if the next council comes and decides not to do this, is the taxpayer on the hook uh, for the monies that Fram have spent? Well, up until the time that we have uh, a binding uh, agreement together, uh, no. Fram is taking the risk at spending what they're spending, and town's taking the risk in spending what we're spending. Uh, but once we put that agreement together, um, like any common law agreement, if one end of uh, the agreement doesn't uphold uh, their end of the agreement, there are consequences. And um, uh, as, uh, as was said last night by uh, Mr. Giannone, um let's hope we never have to get there. Again, we, we've got a world-class developer with an amazing track record. 
who has built amazing downtowns and people in place um, communities uh, all over the place and is excited about what we're planning to do here in Wasaga Beach and wants to be a big part of this long term and uh, is willing to make that investment to get moving forward. And so, like I said last night, I've heard a few people, very few, but a few people say, the time isn't right. And I say, uh, Bill, the time, they're, they're absolutely right, the time isn't right, because in my opinion, the time was 20 years ago. So um, we're at a point in our history in Wasaga Beach where we can move our town forward and we can move towards making it a, an even greater, complete community where our citizens are going to be happy and proud to call it home, have all the amenities that most citizens in other communities this size have and we don't. Um, and uh, that's exciting for me. You know, we don't have a theater here. We don't have a bowling alley here. We don't have a uh, uh, tourism, uh, sorry, a ministry uh, of transportation office or a service Ontario office. And they have them in towns all around us that are much smaller. So we're working towards getting there now. And uh, that's exciting. Did you want to talk about high school at all? Well, you brought it up. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to talk about it. Um, you know, as I've said uh, before, and I'll say it again, I am not going to stop fighting for a high school for our children. Our children in Wasaga Beach, uh, Bill, you've heard me say it before, deserve uh, a high school like any other child in this province. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy and proud to say that uh, uh, the past Premier, Premier Wynn, supported Wasaga Beach and believed we should have a high school. Two ministers of education, uh, Minister Mitzi Hunter and then the last minister of education, uh, Minister Nadu Harris, uh, agreed and sent a letter um, that was pretty clear, I think, uh, that we should have a high school and that they believe we should be working on that forthwith. Um, Fifteen other municipalities within the county of Simcoe, unanimously, mayors and deputy mayors at, this, at the county of Simcoe, uh, voted unanimously to support uh, us having a high school in Wasaga Beach. So everyone gets it. Everyone understands it. Um, the numbers are there. Uh, there are many schools uh, in this province that have less than 300. I think about 244, give or take, uh, have less than three or 400 students. Um, we have schools around us that uh, are um, getting uh, some pretty significant facelifts and renos uh, that have less than three or 400 students. And so they should, because we should never be talking about taking a school away from a community, ever. We should be talking about adding schools to communities. And um, uh, that's exactly what we're asking for. So we're going to keep up that fight. Um, there's an election coming, and I think we'll see some new faces uh, at the uh, at the board, and uh, we'll keep going with that. And I think um, I think we'll see uh, something more positive happening in this next term of council uh, with respect to that. But uh, time will tell. Well, that's that's all good news. That's for sure, and it's it probably doesn't come soon enough for for a lot of uh, a lot of the families. And I know my granddaughter is now in second year or third year of high school in Collingwood. And uh, that's too bad. That's too bad. You know, I, I received a couple of calls in the last week because schools just started from some parents uh, and received several names from parents who are willing to, to help us along the way. And uh, two of the calls I received are, are parents who their children for the first time is now attending high school. And they're realizing that their child is now on a bus almost two hours a day. 
and in one case, uh, school gets out at 3.15 and the, the child sits on the grass at the school for 20 minutes before the bus gets there and then takes a 30-minute bus ride home. One lady called me quite irate and I, I thanked her. I thanked her for calling her, for calling me, and I thanked her for being irate. Um, because um, there are so many folks that don't know how many children, 780 approximately, we bus out of this town every day. And those children are spending between an hour and 20 minutes to two hours plus every day of their life on a bus when they could be playing intramural sports, uh, working uh, in school in different clubs, or just being home with their families or friends uh, doing what kids do. And... um, we can, uh, we can solve a lot of that by simply building a high school in Wasaga Beach uh, that is right-sized, and uh, we're going to keep that fight up. I promise you that. Yeah, I, you know, they just can't play sports. They can't really do any of the extracurricular activities that, that a normal high school student is available for, you know. Absolutely. It's just, it's just not right. It's not right. And uh, anyway, I... Maybe I get a little emotional about this because I know what's going on, and uh, uh, it, it's just not right that we don't have a high school, and we should have for future generations. Absolutely. And thank you for, for working on that problem, Brian. I want to thank you for the last four years of having these chats with the mayor. Now we're going to do another one, another interview before the election. And, but that's going to be more election talk. I want to thank you for the last four years of doing this. The listeners of Beach Booster and the, um, the podcast that we have put online have been really um, popular. And uh, no complaints about them, actually. We haven't had one complaint over the four years, so we must be doing something right. So thank you very much for doing that. We appreciate it. Well, thank you, Bill. It's it's a it's a uh, it's a tremendous honor and privilege to be the mayor of such a wonderful town with so many wonderful, beautiful people who care. And uh, should I have that honor and privilege again, I'll continue on uh, with what we've started, and we'll get it finished. But I look forward to our our next get together that will be more uh, uh, politically. Uh, uh, charged, if you will, uh, to have those conversations and answer questions, and uh, it's always uh, it's always great sitting down with you and having a good conversation. Good. Wonderful, and that is another chat with the mayor. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. to Beach Booster Radio.